shoot you. I'm gonna shoot. Shut up. <laughs> and I just wait for something like that, and we just start. Exactly. You Perfect. dick. See, <laughs> you gotta, you, you gotta get Nick. Welcome to Power Prog. <laughs> that see, yeah, do that. <laughs> you fuck it up and do that. <laughs> Welcome to Power Comedy Podcast, everybody. Uh, yeah, I wait for him to do something like that, and then I just start recording. Yeah, and so he, it's always some funny little. He intro. always catches me off guard. Well, that's perfect. Well, because I used to say like, "What up, PC Army?" I used to do a little bit. My fiance it, thought it was lame. We go, oh. yeah, we go on a double date, and we're all drinking, <laughs> and and all of a sudden, I don't know where just ever just goes. You know, I'm not a big fan when you say "What's up, PC Army?" Because I used to say it like joking. I used to be like, "What up, PC Army?" Like really try to be like vo- very a voice. And I'm like, wait, you don't you don't like that? I'm like, what? And I'm like, I've been doing it for like five months his, now. His little heart got broken yeah, so bad that night. Legitimately like, hurt. She looks at me. She's like, mm, but then even Jess, cheesy. even Jess looked at you and went, yeah, Aww. yeah. And all, of a sudden, and all of a sudden, Nick's like, yeah, man. I'm like, what? I feel like I'm at an intervention right now. I'm over here having a long island at Applebee's, and everyone's like, hey, we need to talk. You're the classiest of joints, sir. Dear Michael, oh, fuck yeah. since you started saying, hey, PC Army, I knew you had a problem. Like, those intervention letters. <laughs> yeah, that's not a personal attack. There was crying. Yeah. There was. Probably a little. At least deep down inside. I mean, you can tell, yeah. I, you can tell I die a little bit because I talk about it every other episode. <laughs> oh. Like, he'll, he'll say it, and he'll Let just go, be, man. And he'll just be like, ow. <laughs> I'm like, what's up? Everyone listening, <laughs> the PC army has been destroyed by oh, one comment, up. just one little slap of feedback. I mean, it's terrible because it's something that you get in the habit of, and then next thing you know, someone's like, "Yeah, it's kind of stupid." I'm like, oh, cool. Hey, it's man. Like, no, it's like a deadlift setups. You know, somebody gets super into Jesus the Christ. into the moment, and they get a big pull, and then you know their buddies start cracking on them and, uh, about it, and be like, mm. "What's up with your dramatic deadlift setup?" And then they start going into the way they're like, it's only no, 300 pounds. What I don't understand, I know, it's, it's like oh. a 225 yeah. or 300 pounds. But what I don't understand is why people, and it's always the smaller guys. Always. Always, always. the smaller guys. Big guys just walk up to it, get their hand placement, fucking pull it. Yeah, because they're worried about having to get in position. Because that belly gets in the way, and they're just like, I'm going to run out of breath, so i got to make this Dude, count. it fucking sucks. Like, I almost black out every time I reach oh. for the bar. I'm like, <laughs> I wouldn't. Ca- I wouldn't call you skinny. You're kind of a larger guy. Yeah. A little bit. A yeah. little on the larger side. First episode is called Big and Tasty. Oh. That was his, nick- that was his wrestling nickname in, in high school. No, football. A football. That was, that was football. <laughs> if you go back and listen to like the first like 10 or 15 episodes, it's literally just him and I reminiscing about high school and like talking about like our experiences. Like we have an episode about our prom, uh, our like high school careers and like sports and stuff like that. So the first like dozen episodes is like Nick and I like getting to really know each other. Oh, nice. By asking questions. Cause he thought I was gonna be like all quiet and shit. Cause like he had. I some... told him that. Yeah, oh, yeah. I told him how we told me about the first experience. Yeah. Well, I you know like I said I had like a couple bad experiences with previous hosts and I say this like all the time. Well, because you... they fucking suck. Well, it's just always that red light comes on and all of a sudden everyone's like, <gasps> Oh my god, I gotta oh, talk. This actually, and everyone's like, this counts now. I'm like, yeah, but we can go back and dude, edit I and cut. I wear a fucking singlet in front of dozens of people yeah you get the sweet man camel toe yeah yeah, yeah. It's, well, it's, like, a, it's actually called the bulge yeah well no. i don't know when it gets oh. pretty tight it looks, <laughs> it's like yeah well, you know it, it separates the boys a little bit yeah oh, exactly. sorry I'm, I'm more in the men category i've always had a like a nice little package during well, wrestling i mean i, I think you could stuff your singlet guy that you Go know ahead. deadlifts 225 oh well hey man i'm not saying uh <laughs> well i'm not talking about the size of our arm i'm talking about 
size of the wing. <laughs> I mean, you could you could actually stuff your singlet, but I'm pretty sure that would be considered as multiply at that point. I think so. Yeah, it, it gives you some no sort of supportive gear. At least yeah. it makes you feel good about yourself. Yeah, there used to be a guy True. that I used to wrestle with that would wear a cup. When he found out he legally could wear a cup, he did, and it was always awkward. Yeah. Because it's like, it, it's, it's, you can't hide it. Dude, one I mean, good nut punch and you're done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it's there for a reason. I did a little bit of wrestling in high school. Wasn't that great at it. Got really tired really quickly. Yep. But, uh, yeah, at, at a certain point where you got some big dude on you and they're trying to get your legs out from underneath you and you're like, this really resembles you butt humping me. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not okay with it. Not there's, about it. <laughs> there is, there's a move called the bump and I felt uncomfortable because literally bump. it's you like snapping their arms, grabbing their, like putting your hands right on their hips yeah. and humping them. Yeah. Like bump. Well, it's bumping with your hip to their hip technically, yeah, okay. but it looks like you're like thrusting cause it's a thrust movement. And I remember I would just kind of bump my, my partner like a little bit. And then my coach noticed me and he goes, you're not uh he goes, you're not really doing it. And I just was like, I, and he was I like, can't. and he stood there and he goes, I want to see the best bump you can do right now. And of course, <laughs> My head coach, he, he literally, he always said is pretty much you can do this or you can do, or you can have some opportunity An opportunity was an opportunity to get better, which means just like torture, like 300 up downs, like do this, do that. Like they would just make you just condition by yourself in the room and they stay there for like an hour and you just do all these intense, like our normal drills, but double the amount on top of just practicing and already conditioning. And it was the worst. So it was either die or just hump someone. For hump a split somebody. Second. Yeah. I mean, I would just, um, I would just get tired and cross face people all day until they like. Oh yeah. Oh, I loved it. Out. Yeah, yeah. Just cross face. No, you're actually punching him. Well, you know, I don't know. I eh, play if face. you Same hit the thing. forearm, it's not punching. I've been cross faced really hard before. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's not fun getting it done to you though. Yeah. You Dude, just, my move was the bear hug. Go figure. You yeah. big burly man. Yeah. I like the bear hug. I do, I do the bear hug now. <laughs> to just normal people. That's how I give hugs now. I just grab them and just no, dude, oh. like I would that knuckle mm-hmm. right there. Just dig it into their fucking lower back. They basically go limp. Yeah. And then I can actually pick them up and yeah. So toss them around like a ragdoll. Yep. Yeah. There used to be a move where if you have a guy on his back and he's not nudging and you have to like scoop something, like grab his arm or or go underneath him. If you take your chin and put it right here on their sternum and you just go really hard down, it really hurts. It's a really or uh, and like in like I used to, I, tra- I was training jujitsu for a little bit until okay. uh, until I became a poor student. And there's a move where you put your knee on their chest and it hurts and you can't breathe because you have pressure on your chest and so the person will grab the knee like this mm-hmm. you have this perfect little wing and then you just scoop it and then you just arm bar so it's, an, it's a it's so it's a, like a chest move where you do it for an arm bar but i used to know fucked up stuff i used to hook my leg underneath the other person's leg and i would extend it and they can't stretch your yeah, leg exactly so up top i'm just like pretending like i'm working something and then they get called for stalling. And I remember one time this guy literally popped his head up and goes, I can't fucking do anything. <laughs> and I can't pull the car over anymore. It's already pulled over. And I loved it because I'm like, yeah, I'm mentally breaking him down. And then I won. Yep. I mean, that's, that's jujitsu in a hole, right? It's just a chess match. Uh-huh. I mean, but that, going back to that price thing, like, I didn't realize how expensive it was. It's not a cheap thing to get into. It's super expensive. And, that, and that's not even including like, the gear that you have to, you know, geese are you know, hundred to hundred and two hundred dollars depending on like the high grade you get. Yeah. But like monthly it's, you know, like hundred and fifty bucks, hundred and thirty dollars a month. And that's like 
it and that's like all more of like the moderate end yeah my buddy trains at one of the best gyms in san diego that's like his thing yeah like he is in the last three years he was a amazing wrestler he loves music and he's like i want to dedicate my life to like jujitsu like right. i want to be the best i can be i want to be a teacher i want to dedicate and that's his thing so he puts in the two three dollars a month into training at multiple gyms so he can get in all his training and that's all he's done he does it almost every day every other day so i only had time to do it twice a week sometimes i couldn't even do it and that's when i was like oh man i don't have time for it now right 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 especially price wise see but that's when you just go to the park and start picking random fights with people yeah yeah right that's not good for him no 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 i don't don't say that as if like i can't handle myself i've never i've never tried <laughs> i have had some people before that looked pretty intimidating and i told me i did wrestle and i did a little jujitsu they're always like let's roll and i'm like oh man i'm gonna i'm gonna look like a bitch and then as soon as we get on the ground all of a sudden they like can't do anything they get stiff they get no they get exhausted oh well we had like the high school like Sorry, quarterback star yeah. come in and i'm thinking to myself like oh great josh is gonna whip my ass in front of everyone this is gonna be embarrassing and we're rolling and within the first like two minutes he's like <gasps> he was like gas i'm like you okay and he's like dude he goes i'm so fucking tired i'm like we, we haven't even started conditioning yet this is just warm-up and he's like dying but I like the average Joe. I'm, I'm waiting for someone to challenge me to roll again. I want to roll with Nick, but I think I'd, I think I'd suffocate. <laughs> You're not wrong. We had we used to have a coach that was the same size as Nick, and yeah. I used to joke around, being like, "Watch out, guys! Don't jump near Tonka. You'll get caught in his orbit." <laughs> nice. That's his submission. That's his big submission move. Yeah. The and, orbit. And then you he's just get brought into the center. Yeah. And then he then he slaps me in the face, and then just lays on top of me and suffocates me for about a minute. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Nick, do you want to introduce our guest? I was going to say, we should probably let people know who we're the fuck we always, talking yeah, to. Yeah, so, we always, <laughs> some, most of the time we remember, but sometimes we just start going and then it's yeah. like, yeah, why not? Uh, we have on today Mr. Daniel Ishii, a local powerlifter and coach. You, do you actually still coach uh, Joel? No. You don't? No, I actually, Joel was one of my first clients. Um, but every once in a while, he'll use me as a sounding board just to talk about ideas. But for the okay. most part, he's doing his own thing now. He's just doing his own thing. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were still coaching him. No, no, no. No wonder he's starting to suck. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you said it, not me. <laughs> Shout out to Joel. One of he'll, my he'll first more, clients He'll ever. more than likely listen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Nick's probably going to get a text like later this afternoon. I, I probably will. Tomorrow. Later this afternoon or sometime this week, he'll be like, so you think I suck, huh? Yeah. <laughs> he's like you know and, and then he'll be like who has the better total and better bench and then at which point i'll be like fuck yeah but who's better looking that's what it really counts you know Ooh. at the end of the day it's all about marketability these days who's better looking i don't know that's a good choice i think it depends on my mood of the day uh, yeah. if i want if i want a good like um i don't know that's actually a really good that's a really good question dude one word the oh beard. yeah i don't know man the beard's not the beard isn't the full total, man. I mean oh. I mean he's got I mean he's I mean he's got the bench record. He does have he a bench does. record. And he, and, and he's kind of a dad, so I feel like he'd be more <laughs> of a more of a staple or support. I feel like he'd be more patient. Right. But actually fun fact about Nick, Nick's super patient. Yeah, you know, I can tell that about you. Like 
I can be. He says that, right? But like, every time, like, like he has like brought me in, like, help reconstruct like my bench, and he recently helped me uh, learn how to deadlift and like do it. Um, super, like, hey man, we're gonna do this. I mean, he's very stern, like, hey, hit this, hit this, and hit this. But I'll tell you this, he's really good at watching me. He wants to be like, mm, you know, you do this, right? And I'm like, oh, do like my bench. I did this weird thing where I would pull up and I would press up and like, then go down. He, he, right, yeah. yeah, do the little. I'd be like, yeah, like that was my. And I think I did it because I think I saw a couple football players like, do it for like style <laughs> right. in high school. And so I, and then he's like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, <laughs> what, is, what is going on? I'm like, what? He goes, you press up and then you go down. Just go down. And I'm like, I don't know. And then I did it again. He goes, you did it again. What are you doing? <laughs> what is wrong with you? And now, it, but, but he said it in a way where now I'm like, nope, stand strong. And then I go back down. And go, well, okay. it's, it's funny, right? So being on the, the coach's perspective, um, you get to see a lot of weird like physical quirks that people do before they lift. And that's just like, there are, I think like almost to say like a mental ignition, like, okay, we're getting ready to do this. Like the, uh, exaggerated deadlift setup Mm -hmm. where it's like, just go. There's only one way to do it. Like no matter what you do, (laughs) you go up and you go down. Exactly. (laughs) But yeah, stuff like that. I I see that a lot, especially within like newer lifters or people that are newer to powerlifting Mm -hmm. that have these, these funny little quirks where, uh, for the longest time, my wife, even when she would deadlift, as she got to the top of a heavy deadlift, she would crank, crank her neck to the left. And I was like, what? Yeah. And I'm just like, what are you doing? <laughs> Don't do that. I was like, one, that's scary. And two, that cannot be good for your neck. But yeah. So you and the little press up and then then bench is not yeah. surprising. And then when he was helping with deadlift, I had a the first couple of lifts. his deadlift was the most fun to help him with so far yeah Did you well, teach him the old lower back stance just use all lower back no 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 but <laughs> no the sorry the way that i actually described it to him was think of it as a standing leg press oh beautiful yeah, yeah and it helped and then uh the 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 two things the that he gave me for like a feedback that really helped tighten everything up was press your stomach like as mu- out as much you can into the belt and then squeeze your like your legs as much as you can or as well squeeze your cheeks as much as you can yeah. so i did so the first couple times i just couldn't get it up and then he helped me with my 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 stance and everything and he goes press your stomach out in your belt like like suck in air and press as hard as you can and then that got easier and then squeezing got easier and then ultimately what it was is i was afraid of the bar hitting my legs so finally, I said, fuck it. I committed. And once I felt it, like, tap my shin, and I, then I lifted, way easier. Because I think I was lifting with it out a little too much. But it gives me great constructive feedback, especially, like, my bench. Like, setting up for my legs and everything like that. He showed me a couple little cool tricks, and I'm like, oh, makes it way easier. Yeah. All it takes is a little bit of outside eye, you know? And then... I, I know what I'm talking about sometimes. Hey. You know, <laughs> we all do. <laughs> you know? I got a broken watch, and it's right twice a day, so... Oh, that's yeah. see that's when you know you're a coach. When you have wise words like that. I got a broken watch, but it's right twice a day. Exactly. So how long have you been coaching then? So I've been coaching for about five maybe six years now at this point. Hmm. And it's a it started off as a basically I just really like powerlifting and, and I figured what better way to give back to the sport than to be a part of the sport. Not in the sense of just competing, but, you know, giving back and helping people. Um, also, it, it came out of uh, – I was a personal trainer at the time and, you know, just kind of like, oh, what do I do next? I can't just be a personal trainer the rest of my life. And then 
little by little people would ask me for advice and then that just led into coaching full time you know so that's it's pretty cool i yeah. like it i i'm a big fan of it and then also it, it does come with its um trials and testing of patients going back to patients mm -hmm. and uh i mean shit it's all fun it kind of works itself out in the end are you doing like online clients or, or is it all in person so it's it's really split but the online is is generally where i see a lot of my business because i do have a, a lot of clients in like the la uh, la and um anaheim area mm -hmm. and then my clients stretch as far as new york wow yeah it's pretty fun it's pretty fun Oh, and he's got some uh, Team Ishii shirts made now, oh, so you can yeah. slide into them DMs and get one of them. Yeah, those are. I was actually pretty fond of that design. Shout out to my boy, that uh, was Daniel. A cool, that was a pretty cool design. Right, dude. <laughs> so I had one of my clients who's a, a very talented graphic designer, and I seen, I seen him working on stuff, and he posted it to his IG. And this is why I love social media, right? Because, like, you know, people can put up whatever, whatever they want to put up, but then you see these little things, like little hobbies that people are really into. And I was like, dude, he's pretty fucking good designer so i said hey man like what do you think about uh coming up with design and i was thinking like you know a creative person i don't, I don't know how creative you guys are i'm not very creative so it takes me forever so i was like oh he you know give him a couple you know, take your time literally that night he's like all right he's like, i have a rough design for you i'm like okay all right yeah yeah there we go <laughs> but I, yeah oh go ahead oh and no, i was i have a friend who's a graphic designer and like their their level of creativity is a total different breed yeah like I'll like I remember when I used to have like comedy posters made. I'd be like, yeah, you know, like it's the show's like in two weeks. Literally, like four hours later, it's like here you go. I'm <laughs> like, how long did it take you to do? She's like four hours. I'm like, you just had time. She goes, yeah. They're like a totally different like like mental. I can't oh, yeah. do graphic design. Yeah. I tried. It, do, yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. I get frustrated. Like I always try to put my uh, thoughts out on paper, and then after a while, it just sounds like I'm repeating the same word. <laughs> like how many times can you say "and" in one sentence? Uh, like fifteen. All right, good. PR. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like it. We well, like your use of and, but let's try to sort it down to just a period and a new thought. Exactly. He, was, new thought. he was just messing around one day and he actually. See, that. like, that's good, man. So, okay. So the logo, so we were talking about it and I, I so like for like all my gaming stuff like that I use, I use a guy from Fiverr. Um, okay. Oh yeah. Because that, that, like for that, like I was like, okay, like I'm probably going to create a logo. And we used to have a uh, person who did the graphic design at my job. And so I reached out to her and I said, hey, you know, um, how much would you charge? I just need a logo made. Because my original idea was for it to be uh, a bending uh, dumbbell with one is weights and the other side instead of weights, it was a microphone. Okay. So I thought that would have been cool. Then I thought about glasses and then a beard for like my glasses and his beard as a, as a design. But I couldn't figure out Photoshop. And so I downloaded this like cheap $5 app. And then I was in class and it was boring as fuck. So I sat there on my phone and just like use some of their old templates mm -hmm. and then just found their graphic and then I just typed in their name and just kind of you know zoomed it and then they had like little like they actually had like little weight graphics and stuff and I just played with it and then saved it and then was like what do you think of this and he's like that's that's awesome I'm like cool let's we'll just use that then there you go so yeah. templates and just like 10 minutes of your time yeah exactly <laughs> that's what it really boils down to but yeah I, I don't know I probably could have been on there and I probably would have just taken off the app in about a half hour i am the worst when it comes to that kind of stuff it's so bad because i, I think i've become so close to powerlifting now everything is just powerlifting yeah yeah and my creativity is like the all-time low but you know what it's like one thing i love is like i always meet people as like powerlifters and then i'm always like what do you do besides powerlifting and some of the shit these people do outside is like incredible oh yeah like 
prime example, uh, Adam, he's like, uh, he's something with like software, isn't he? He's a, yeah, he's a, yeah, he's he's like an entry level like software de- developer. Yeah. No, um, Chris yeah. also, Chris Chris is Chris is a software engineer. Chris. Wow, that is wild. Why am I blanking on? Oh come on, dude. Takati? I can't remember. Oh, I can't. Chiati. Chiati. I'm so sorry, Chris. I he, first, he, no, no, no. First, he calls him Christian. Okay, I thought no. I. Um, I <laughs> and thought it's like I, Chris Christian. That's like people. And like, he he came up to me like the day after he listened to. It, he's like, "Tell that fucker my name's not Christian." <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so <laughs> what? <laughs> Chris Christian. It's like when people call me. Like, it's like if someone called me Mike, and I'm like, actually, it's 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 Mac or something like that. Right. Where it's. Or like if someone if I go by Mike and they're like Michael right and I'll be like no it's Mikael I'm like what are you talking about but so I I mess up his name multiple times or when people look at my full name and they're like oh Nicola and I'm like no it's Nicholas but unless you're Wait, my so mother I, don't call me Nicholas people actually call you Nikolai no they try to say Nicholas because like the way it's oh. spelled it's like no same pronunciation I was gonna say different I, spelling I can totally see someone thinking that you're Russian and think yeah. you're Nikolai. Giant Russian bear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. I'm starting to like you less. Oh, you're yeah, that's a lot. Nikula, you're a BDS. That's probably the best accent you've done so far. I do terrible accents. He does great accents. We did a promotion one time on our Instagram where he did uh, oh, Bill Clinton. I still have it on my computer. I, I felt like that was horrible. He's like, I he's like, back to it. Yeah, it was, it was so like, bad. this was like la- like a year and a half ago, and he, we were just doing accents one day. And <laughs> In he's, the beginning. And he starts doing like a Bill Clinton. I'm like, that's really, I'm like, let's do a promotion with that. So he's like, hey, it's Power Comedy Podcast. It's the tits. And it was so <laughs> funny. Right. And so I put a picture of Bill Clinton, and I used that clip in the back, and I posted it. So it looked like Bill Clinton was giving <laughs> oh, a public service announcement. But yeah, outside of powerlifting, I think, the actually, so I, uh, I wanted to get into guns. But my wife's like, I don't want guns in the house. So I was thinking, it took me a long time. I was like, maybe I do jujitsu or judo or something like that. And then uh, my buddy posted something. He's getting really big into uh, bow hunting. Ooh. So I was like, you know, and my wife's like, yeah, why don't you try archery? And I was just like, all right, all right. Um, it can be pretty fun. But... Oh, man, it is oh. hilariously fun. Mm-hmm. You know, you get so frustrated. But I find myself staying out there for a couple hours at a time just shooting in my backyard. There's a, I been, used to have a compound. Oh, fancy, oh, really? I know, right? There's a compound over here, performance archery, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I first moved here and I didn't really have any friends yet, I was like, man, I kind of want to get back into a sport, but I don't have the patience for golf. That was, that was before I decided to try jiu-jitsu. I used to race BMX. I'm like, maybe I'll race again, but uh, bikes are like thousands of dollars. I don't have that money. Right. And then I was talking to my uh, my girlfriend. I was like, we should do like a couple's thing and go do uh, archery lessons. Nice. I'm like Melgan, and I was looking at bows, and I was gonna go buy a bow and start doing it, and then instead I decided just to indulge in gaming and got into PC gaming instead, <laughs> and, PC, not, and PC building instead, and I'm like, that's way more of my my speed. <laughs> your speed, yeah. Because I'm also like partially blind, so I'm like, oh, like if I try to shoot a bow and arrow, I'll probably miss most of the time. It's I mean it's all right. It, you, you're gonna miss a lot as long as the target you're aiming at doesn't have wildlife or people yeah, in the background. Exactly. Yeah. You're good. <laughs> uh, actually, it's funny that you mentioned uh, performance archery. That's our, actually that's actually where I went. Mm-hmm. The people out there were super cool, man. Yeah. And it's kind of funny because um, the guy who was helping me was uh, he owned a CrossFit gym. Ooh. 
right? Oh, don't be a hater. No, but the, the guy, he was like, he's all, have you ever shot a bow and arrow before? And I was like, no, never. He's like, all right, let's go to the shooting range. And he gave me like a, a free 45-minute lesson. Nice. Oh, that's cool. But yeah, and I was like, dude, that is the coolest thing ever. I was like, but you're probably doing this for insurance sake. And like you didn't give this random dude a bow and arrow. And now he shot like five people by accident. Yeah. Yeah, so that was pretty rad. But yeah, man does bow and arrow shooting at Bow and Arrow Club. It's like, what? (laughs) Yeah, like, what? How's that happen? Um, But I can tell you what, the bow and arrow is not going to be great for home defense. I'll tell you that much. Oh, not at all. It's it's fun to, like, actually use it for hunting and everything. Because I actually, when I was younger, like 10, 11, uh, my dad got drawn for, uh, I think it was elk uh, for bow. Okay. And I actually went out with him and. Yeah, it was a, a lot of fucking waiting. <laughs> yeah, and B once he actually got it, like he was like, shut up, shut up, shut up, and he just like drew back, and I was like, it's the fucking coolest thing ever. Now was this <laughs> back in Mother Russia? No, this was back in Mother Tucson. Son, oh. you'll go hunt bear. <laughs> Get I mean, I'm pretty, I was pretty close. I was pretty Get close. me my bow. There is bear. <laughs> my my grandpa does a lot of hunting too, and I asked him, but he's gun. Yeah. like rifle 100 percent. he has like 23 rifles so he i remember last time i was seeing him he goes you know when i he goes you know when i go all these rifles are yours right and i'm like it's all 23 he goes i'm leaving them to you and i'm like what the fuck am i new with 23 rifles i don't even own a single rifle <laughs> hey well you're gonna be up on everyone else hey if fucking exactly. when zombies come exactly. i'm like Daniel, i know where rifle. i'm coming <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> handling Nikolai, it out. rifle just <laughs> i mean but see that now you can you can be one of those people that have a gun rack in california in the back yeah. of your car like but, i mean do you drive a truck or a car uh a car i'm uh, my truck's my next purchase same so see but you could be a trendsetter you could put a gun rack in the back of your car i could <laughs> Right. I but you know you know what I would be I'm the kind of gun gunner, gun owner that would take all my grandpa's guns and I put them on the wall and oh, yeah. I, people would come in whoa what's that that's a rifle I know what kind hmm. it's a black rifle <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's got some metal on there it has a trigger you want to know what it shoots um, bullets yeah 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 oversized bullets like the big the ones big ones the, the, the larger the, ones. the kind of long yeah. ones I don't know if you know this but that centerpiece is called the bolt. <laughs> I know stuff, and that's the and that's the the handle. Now my dad, he had two shotguns. Actually, one shotgun. One of them was mine. Um, two nine millimeters and a rifle. He had all those. He he just got a new pistol. It's a what did he get? An XM nine. Oh, he's fancy, huh? So, oh, wow, he knows more than I do. Yeah, I mean, the beard says you're you're yeah. you're well cultured. You know things. I just have this little goatee. No. This is how much culture I've had. (laughs) I mean, it's pretty fancy. Honestly, if I was allowed, or not allowed, because you are allowed to have a firearm in California, right? If it's registered, yeah. Yeah, registered firearm. Like, if I didn't want to jump through all those fucking hoops, I would would have one in my car. There's no hoop. There are hoops. Well, if you want, what do you mean keep it in your car? Like, keep it, like, holstered in your car or keep it in a locked case in the back of your car? No, like in my glove box. I know a couple people that keep them in their glove box, but I don't think they do it legally. Yeah. <laughs> so, so my girlfriend's so my girlfriend's parents and, and uncle. I'm sorry. Let's rewind that. What kind of people are you hanging out with? This is a real question. Well, <laughs> see what it happened people, was. Well, I I don't know why. I, honestly, I don't even know why he has it. The reason why I knew he had it was so. For example, uh, he he owns a like he owns like a 
financial company. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he and he like he does investments and he helps buy yeah. his companies and he works with local San Diego companies. He actually does this thing where he works with millennials and he gives them capital to buy stock. Like they bought Movie Pass when Movie Pass was going under and they were gonna take over Movie Pass as like a millennial project. <laughs> Anyways, so he was at my bar, you know, drinking and, and there was a girl at the bar and she's like, My phone's dying and he goes, You know what? He goes, I have a tr- extra charger in my car. It's, it's that white suburban just go grab it it's right over there um you're more than welcome if you want to she goes oh my god thank you and she goes and then he stops he goes fuck and i'm like what and she goes my gun's in the glove box right now oh that would have been so and i'm funny. like what he goes well we're about to see what happens this isn't oh, a charger fuck and, and yeah. you just hear <laughs> but like what's crazy is like so my girlfriend's parents both her parents her aunt and uncle her uh her, her cousin, her cousin's wife are all either retired or in law enforcement. Oh. So her whole family's her, – her grandpa was in law enforcement. Her mom, her aunt, her mom's – or her aunt's husband, yada, yada, yada. Anyways, they're all uh, law enforcement. So sometimes when we go out and about, uh, her dad brings his gun with him. He keeps it in a little fanny pack because he can, he can conceal carry because he's a retired sheriff – or yeah. a retired lieutenant. And then her uncle does uh, – like gun training like safety courses like if you want to go learn how to shoot a gun do all the safety procedures and get certified you do it through him and and he's told me some stuff like i asked him you know if i bought an ar how would i trap how do i travel with it and he's like you get a case put it back your trunk you lock it you don't keep ammo in the same area boom you're good to go right because i've 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 been wanting to get a, a gun just to have um not for security but like i genuinely want to learn how to shoot a gun? How to shoot a gun? I mean, I, I mean, I know how to shoot a gun, but like, I, I I've been taught, and that's well, the that, that's the next thing we should do is go to a gun range. We have so many. Well, actually, we, we have a couple. Well, no, I I was gonna say we have so much on our list, but really on our list is Buffalo Wall Wings Challenge, and then now shooting range. Yeah, why What's not that? do both? What's the axe throwing stuff? Is that battle axe? Oh, they I have do one that here. Too. They have one here. To see, I want to do okay. okay three things. Next date night. <laughs> God damn it! So my girlfriend <laughs> is obsessed with Nick and Sabra. Like us, we have like a group <laughs> chat going on. It's just like just random shit. Their way at like looking at people and talking in their relationship. It's very similar to how me and my girlfriend look and talking to people in our relationship operates. Is that it, a slight, it, slight it, disdain for everybody? It's, it's almost like, basically, God, all, I hate people. Hey, yeah. we do too. Yeah. <laughs> no, what, 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 what cultivated the love and obsession of them is when the first time we all hung out, we went to, um, the maze, like the horror maze in Balboa park. Well, was it, it was Applebee's first. Then we, well, we had dinner before Applebee's. Yeah. Applebee's basically, again, guys. It's a reoccurring theme for you too. We love Applebee's. There we go. Yeah, during yeah, happy especially hour. when they got happy hour drinks. <laughs> yeah, Dollar Zombie Month. We were getting Dollar Fuck Zombies yeah. all the time. But when she found out that all drunk reason, off twenty dollars, <laughs> twenty dollars if that, and that's including food too. True. We uh, she found out that when we all gang up on me and shit on me, she has the best time in the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, because Saber will say something, Nick will say something, I will defend myself. And then, and then, and then Jess goes, Jess will be sitting right true, there. I live with you. And I was down, and I'm like, fuck. Thanks a lot, Judas. <laughs> I died for your sins. Yeah. Oh, man, that's oh, great. Shit. Yeah, that, I mean, it's kind of funny. When uh, you, you get married or you're in a, a long relationship, um, you start to develop this same kind of communication and, and viewpoint on people like you guys were mentioning. Mm-hmm. It's like this slight tinge of disappointment in humanity. But you're like, you know what? You're people. That's fine. We're good. 
We can't hate everybody. Well, we kind of When all these stupid fucking trends start, and Saber actually goes, she's like, I'm not a part of this generation. I refuse nah. to be. Oh, trends? Yeah. Like, what trends? Uh, Vaping. That. And the, that fucking... I did it for a little bit. Um was it the fucking Tide Pod Challenge or whatever the fuck it was? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. it's no, like, no, this is, this is not. Uh, that's, 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 it kind of is, though. It kinda, it's thing. a little bit. It's a little bit. That's for the millennials? Thing. Yeah, for millennials. No, I think the millennials posting the meme is the, our generation of currents. Like, haha, look at this stupid-ass joke. But Gen Z, the kids that are reading these memes are like, dude, you sure about the Tide Pod Challenge? Like, my generation of Tide Pod way, Challenge. we're fucked. Yeah. Oh my God. We are not leaving this world in good hands. My little brother is is a fucking idiot. <laughs> oh no. He's super. No, here he's super smart, but he's because he's doing like this like their school like he is going to like a different high school where it's called New Tech, so everything is computers. Like they're teaching okay. high schoolers computer programming as like a mandatory. Is this here in San Diego or? No, it's up north. I'm from uh from San Luis County. Oh okay. Yeah. So we have something similar here called a uh, high tech high. Right, and it's all computer knowledge base, and I mean, super smart kids. But like, go ahead, like you're saying, before, you also my bad. No, 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 no. That's <laughs> that's literally it. Like he's learning programming. I did web page design in high school for fun, because um, my coach was a teacher, so I knew I'd get an easy A. Right. Yeah. And we, and all we did was play Counter Strike the entire time, because yeah. he's like, "Do you guys want to code this video game, or do you guys want to play a video game?" And we're like, Counter Strike. Yep, we're in. Um, yeah, I actually took like. Uh, I think for lack of a better word, it was called like, it was business management. It was work release. Like if you were a high school kid and you had a job, you could leave school early. I left school early. I did not go to a job. That's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, it was fun though. Uh, but like stuff like that, I wish they would have had a little more tech savvy stuff because that's where everything is these days. I mean, shit, I'm glued to my phone 24 seven. Yeah. Like they, like they, um, if you don't have, like I actually gave my little brother, my old MacBook mm-hmm. pro, because my parents, like, they did okay, but, like, they would have got him, like, a cheap little HPA laptop that would right. have last him for four years of high school. But then I go back, and he has this Google Chromebook and, and, and my old Mac. I'm like, what the fuck did you get this? And he goes, oh, the computer lends him out to you $25 for the entire year. I'm like, what? Give me my fucking MacBook back. Yeah, I was kind of <laughs> like, I'm just going to take this back. And, of course, my brother's like, but I love using the MacBook. It's awesome. He goes, it helps me a lot. And I'm like, he goes, you know, so he goes, it's tough because all the computers at school are apple but the ones they give us are google so it's tough and i'm like fucking bitch just keep it yeah, 21st century struggles man. Oh, man and then he's like yeah and then like the, the whole like gaming thing with like the fortnite where my mom calls me she goes you hear about this 16 year old winning three million dollars in fortnite i know what the fuck everyone's like great now my kids are gonna say well he won three million so my brother is doing the same thing jesus my right brother's like look mom if you let me play games six hours a day, <laughs> oh, I, can he's also using win, this. I can also win $3 million. And my mom's like, do you know this? I'm like, yeah. I said, but Ty's not winning $3 million. He's good, but. There's, there's, he's not $3 million good. No. No. He's still on controller. That's the biggest thing. <laughs> he still plays like a little bitch. Oh, that, that, that's what that means. Yeah, I mean, I, I do my fair share of gaming myself. Not online, though, because some of these guys are good man and i get and they take it seriously oh yeah Yeah. and the worst is you have to listen to them shit talk you the whole time (laughs) and it's like listen man i'm 32 years old i'm just trying to have fun right now man (laughs) dude that's i mean dude i I, that's like the best like the like the game PUBG. oh yeah it has proximity chat which means that if you set you can click it to uh 
all or team and if you have an all if you click on your mic people can hear you if they're within a distance of you mm -hmm. disclaimer this is the nerdy part of the podcast well it's well it, it started with halo 2 <laughs> where i had proximity <laughs> chat where you can talk so literally you can kill someone and be like yeah motherfucker you think you had me and then people are like you're fucking gay dude and then you know <laughs> your mother on. your mom <laughs> No, yeah, uh, online gaming is, is, is the bane of my existence. I just like to casually play video games from time to time. But, yeah, getting online, it, it, you're just asking to get yeah, I, shit on by someone. Honestly, I could never do the online thing. I was, I had to use the actual console and the controllers and everything. Mm -hmm. And I started with, fuck, what did I I mean, I still wish I had my Nintendo 64. Bro. Dude. Bringing it back. I To this, well, all these, Golden like, Eye. Oh, Goldeneye was the first Golden FPS Eye, I ever dude. played. Oh yes. Well, no, I, that and sorry, that and Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. I have Super Smash Brothers for my Switch, but like that was that that was back when you would have to run to your friend's house. Yeah. Yep. And and like have the extra oh Daniel, I brought my controller, dude. Let's play Smash. Yep. And yep. then that that was the good old days. And that shit is coming back really hard. Like Nintendo's making the classic consoles, but they bring them back. Like I had the classic NES. So I have our S our uh, our SNES, yeah. So like I plug it in, I have like Zelda, Mario, and all this stuff, and it's all HDMI now. But like I remember when Pokemon Go came out, I show my dad comes and goes, "Look what I found in my closet," and it was all my old Pokemon games. So I put them in, and it's just nostalgia. And I show my little brother, and I was like, "Tyler, this is how I used to play Pokemon Go." Right. It's hours <clears throat> hours of sitting here trying to level up a magic carpet level thirty to get Gyarados. Yep. You don't just catch a Gyarados. <laughs> yep. And he's looking the at my struggle. He's looking at my Game Boy and he's just like, that fucking looks boring. And I'm like, bro, this was my, I used to sit, I had bad vision because of this shit. <laughs> uh-huh. With the flashlight on my shoulder and like this. Or no, and then blanket, when they finally came out with those little lights. Wiggle light you, thing. Oh, that yeah. You could like, but it drained the battery even faster. So you had like maybe an hour yeah. of gameplay before you had to change out batteries. Yeah. <laughs> they will never know what it takes to grind to get your level up. Dude, they don't, yeah. they don't know the struggle. My dad started playing duct tape on the back of our house remotes because he would be like, oh, home from work, have a cocktail. The remote's not working. Yeah. He'd be like, Michael. I'm like, what? Where He's the like, fuck are the batteries? Where the fucking batteries? I'm like, Dad, I'm battling a gym. Leave me alone. He'd be like, motherfucker, taking all my batteries. Kids today I'll pay for these batteries. Kids today will never know the struggle of blowing out the cartridge. Oh, yeah. Just to make it work. You know, you're not. You, I saw something recently that just made me die laughing. On the back of the cartridge, it specifically says, do not blow on cartridge. Don't blow on the chip, but we did it anyways. Yeah. Renegades, man. Kids will never Fuck know. Fuck it. Yeah. Kids will never know when you're playing a game and your Game Boy just dies. Oh, that fate. Oh, yeah. You're like, that Fuck, hurt, that hurt my heart just now. That hurt my heart just now. <laughs> the oh. fact that we're saying uh, kids these days will never know. Bro, I'm 27. I'm only 26. I'll be 27 in September. I just turned 32. God damn, you're yeah, old. I am old. <laughs> no, that's a good age, man. <laughs> I am I'm excited old. for my 30s. Yeah, I mean, it, it's fun. Like, I, I definitely know my wife was a lot more stressed because she, her birthday is is um, Monday. We're going out tonight, though. We're going to celebrate. Fancy nice. schmancy. Ooh, fancy schmancy. Yeah. Fancy schmancy. But uh, when she was turning 30, she was super stressed out. I'm like, dude, it's 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 just numbers. Like, yeah. don't worry about it. Yeah. Right, but uh, I don't know if that it, is it. Women that stress about their age more than guys, it is. yeah. Or, but I think even guys these days are starting to stress out a little bit more about which it. Which honestly, I don't understand that because I don't know. For as long as I can remember from being a kid, women have always stressed out. Oh my god, I'm getting older, uh, and it's like, 
so is everyone else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like like Saber was stressing out because she she just turned twenty eight in March. Okay. And she's like, Oh my god, I'm two years away from thirty and it's like So you still look good. Yeah, I, who the know, fuck cares? I think uh, I think it's the, <laughs> I think with like cult like how like society is like guys have like that subconscious in the back where it's like oh as I get older like people are still gonna like me because I'm older like people like older guys like yeah. when you're in your thirties that's when you that's when you see like you know when you look at like all these awesome actors like Chris Pratt you're like oh Chris Pratt thirty nine yeah he looks right fucking good wait exactly. till I'm thirty nine. And then girls are like, I don't know, like actually, that's actually a good question because I've never asked Jess how she feels about age. She jokes, she goes, "Oh, I'm gonna be 28 and and or she's turning, yeah, she turned 28 next February. I turned 28 this year, but on my head, I'm like, oh man, it's like weird because it's coming up. When I was 21, my bar manager told me from 21 to 35 goes like that, and I didn't believe her. Now I'm like, oh shit, I'm yeah, 28. It's happening. Life picks up speed. So the only thing I have going for me right now, I guess, is the Asian genes, right? So it's like, oh, you look, you look fairly young still, but it's like, it's that, it hits that expiration date when you turn sixty, you look ninety, and you're like, yep. fuck, what happened? Yeah, you yeah. turn into that Ninja Turtle. Exactly. It's like, oh yeah, happy birthday. <laughs> basically, turn into Ma- Master Splinter. This is what I'm like, let's <laughs> he walks up. He goes, oh, he wakes up. He goes, oh my, the back hood. <laughs> oh, no good. <laughs> All just to turn into Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, you kind of look like a beefed up Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be Pat Morita by the time I turn. You walk in awesome. with a cane yeah. in the gym. It's like Daniel. What happened to you? You're like I'm a, your trainer now. <laughs> he grabs a bar. No bar. No bar. D- clean, Daniel, truck. clean truck. Daniel no here. <laughs> wax on or wax off. Daniel died last night after birthday. Oh man. Yeah. No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Daniel went to the spirit world. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He has now come back, reincarnated as Pat Morita slash Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. Here we go, guys. He starts wearing like this giant like uh, not the, like, what, awesome. what's the what's the white like shirts that have the really high collar that like oh, master uh, trainers would wear, oh, like, casual. <laughs> he has the slip on shoes in the gym. Yeah, slip on shoes and and start walking around with a gi. Like, dude, we don't even do martial arts here. Like, uh, it's now a dojo. Guys. Do not Sorry. question yeah. me. I am the master here. <laughs> I'm grandmaster. And then some young kid comes into the gym, goes, I want to lift. And Daniel's like, I will take care of this. <laughs> no, you had him a bucket and a, a scrub brush. Right. <laughs> Clean the floor. You will lift this bucket yeah. and go do. Yeah. When you can me. lift this bucket full of water over your head a hundred times, then you are you ready. Will be ready. How does this do with powerlifting? And he's like, just a wait. I go nap now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Do- I wanted to ask, how big is your garage? Oh, so the garage is actually, um, it's is pretty it, sizable, man. Is it a two car? Or? It's it's a. That's it's, a weird transition. Well, no, no, oh, no, because yeah. yeah. I. Well, I have no context in this no, question. No, it did, it did actually. Bro, how's your garage? No, shut the hell up. Because I don't have one. Because <laughs> shut up. No, because you were talking about walking into a gym, and just in my head, it clicked because he has a garage gym. Yeah. See, yeah. I wish you would have said, "How's your?" Garage gym. So I've been like, oh, I know the context. But <laughs> he, sorry, he knew what I was talking about. So like, yeah. do you have like a shed in your gym? Exactly. Or right. your garage? Yeah. You fit it, two cars. It's nice. So it, it's like a two car garage, but it's Jerk. like, I don't know. This, this is gonna make me sound real stupid because I don't, I haven't seen like the inside of many garages. Yeah. But like, um, where the garage door, like I guess you could say the lip, it it kind of goes out a lot further so it it's like how in hell would you fit two cars in here like you would have to like turn 
in mm-hmm. and then angle your car in. Oh shit! But yeah, it's it's a uh, it's easily a two car garage. But we yeah we fit a lot of shit in there, man. Damn. Yeah. Because yeah, well, just because like I see your training yeah yeah, and yeah. Thing, and I'm like, fuck, I want to train in there just one time. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's not a bad setup, man. So, you know, and that kind of came about because. Um, me and my wife were planning to have a kid and we just want to set ourselves up from working from home and stuff like that, that, and we just wanted to have our own space. You know, we, we as much as training at a gym is, is great because you meet a lot of great people. It's like, why not just have all yeah, the same exactly. stuff, if not better stuff. Exactly. Just, just like stay at home. <laughs> yeah, no, a hundred percent. And you know, after a while, like <clears throat> you think long-term, um, just the gym memberships add up over time. And yeah. it's just like one of those things where it's like, dude, trust me, I know. Oh yeah. Right. <clears throat> so in there, we actually got it pretty filled out with equipment i was trying to push my wife to put like a like an er rec on mm-hmm. on the credit card but she's like dude she's like you're so stupid but i'm like yeah, all right you know you're right but uh i mean it would be nice to have yeah exactly an but it's er like, rec is always like and saber and i were talking about this whenever we're ready to get a house mm-hmm. number one thing that i we're both going to be looking at is the size of the garage yeah because no. we're gonna want to do a gym setup we've already started calculating like how how much is going to be for certain bars what we're looking at an er rack power rack all that mm-hmm. and i think so far for the the type of stuff that we want to get it's going to be like about nine grand yeah yeah so we've put about five grand into our gym yeah. or in our garage and I mean, it, it adds up over time, but when you look at things as singular purchases, it's actually pretty affordable. Oh yeah, well, like yeah. It, it's if, not you didn't drop five grand in one week. No, no, you no. Did no. It over time, adding exactly, and updating, because yeah. like I was like I I had to talk to my girlfriend the about it. I'm like, hey, so we have these gym memberships. Um, are you still using yours? Because she was thinking about doing cardio kickboxing because it fits in her schedule more. But with our traveling and there's a 24 hour fitness right next to where I go to CSU San Marcos. Okay. Uh, so I can just use the gym there because the gym on campus, I went and looked, it is so small. Really? It's like a, it's like waiting in a line at Disneyland to just use no. the bench. It's just, it's super small. And I mean, it's not like bad, but it's just like, yes. I, I, I just, I would walk in and be like, I'm getting annoyed. Yeah, and I'm claustrophobic now. Yeah, but my buddy did the same thing too. He was like, he's like, man, I'm tired of traveling to like my gym. So he wanted to get serious about his fitness, but he knew his main thing is just going. So he's like, okay, that's the problem. I'm just going to eliminate that problem and bring the gym to me. And he dropped like $800 on just one of those basic racks that convert into a squat rack and then it converts into like a a bench rack. So he bought the seat. He had all the stuff. And, um, and yeah, and he works out from, from home. Yeah, no, it, it, it makes things a lot easier. Um, definitely. It's kind of funny cause I always joke to my clients that I do see in person, like, you know, I can never be late to work. And if I don't show up, it's probably cause I don't want to see you, <laughs> but no, it's, it's great, dude. It's, it's definitely helped out our schedule a lot and it's, it's, it's freed up so much time. Um, but speaking of gyms in San Diego, I mean, there's, I don't know if you've been to any of the powerlifting gyms in San Diego, but there's great ones all, all over. How many powerlifting gyms in, in, do you think? Let's see, California, dead weight. Are we, are we counting Rick's gym? Is that right, yeah, in California? I mean, yeah, nor, or, nor Cal- uh, is it San Diego? Yeah. It's, so, I, I mean, it's like within like 30 minute drive from here. So like yeah. 45, but still. Uh, so. And then there's Convoy and. There's a smaller one in Claremont called Valdius. Oh, the Grinders. Yeah, Grinders. So that's five that I can think of. Yeah. So like in all reality, there's six and they're all kind of within a good, um, good proximity. Yeah. So if you're in San Diego and you want a powerlifting gym, there's definitely options. Plenty. 
Do you so. think? Do you think like garage gyms are going to be like a bigger thing in the next couple it's, years? Honestly, they're the, convenience wise. Yes. Yeah. Because I mean, sorry. Go ahead. No. Uh, so, for, in my opinion, I think the older people get, and the people that want to stay within powerlifting or can't find an affordable gym, or or doing things like buying a house, because buying a house in San Diego is like selling your, your soul. soul yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, the need for convenience and something that's a little more within their range uh, is the need for a garage gym is going to build up over time. Like I have two clients that are, are working professionals and they just moved out here from Florida, but they want to buy a house already simply so they can have a garage gym. So they don't need to, you know, travel to crunch fitness or pay for a gym membership yeah. anywhere else, you know, but yeah, go ahead, Nick. No, I was, I was just going to say, um, I mean, the want for garage gyms is definitely going to rise with, so within the next like two years at least. Cause like I've gotten a new found like love for garage gyms. Cause every time I've gone up to a, my buddy Andre's place up in a Marietta, okay. his garage gym setup is fucking awesome. No shit. Like he's got what, let me see if I can find, but like, he trains there, and he also has a uh, a membership to the Metroflex. Andre, is that, is that the Marine? Castro? Yeah, Castro. Yeah. Yep. Big old, big old neck on that boy. Oh, dude. Jesus. He still scares me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, his um, his whole setup is just ridiculous. Yeah, he's got he's got a beautiful setup. Because I feel like with um like a big thing with like powerlifting because it's growing and it's evolving, especially with the introduction of social media, everyone's doing. Uh, videos and photos and oh, yeah. you know, I mean Nick has his page and all this stuff and we've had a couple other uh, powerlifters that have been on that uh, do that like they strive to have you know the 100,000 followers and they, they do the whole social media and for marketing purposes for like their coaching right. and they, they've been on they've like we've asked them questions like how do you niche find your niche and they just tell us you know when we have our pages and they give us a lot of advice which is really cool especially for Nick's page and uh, I try to do that stuff. I'm just I, I'm not. Nick's really good at social media. Yeah. Like timing. Oh yeah. Doing no, videos. Setup, yeah. I'm not. But I feel like I've noticed a lot of powerlifters I follow that are powerlifting, and they're also doing a lot of the content. Yeah. Um. When they hit a certain point, when they're like, okay, like this is I can do this for a living. A lot of them move into, like having their own little like garage gym, or have like a little. You know, like granny house that they make into a gym. Yeah, yeah. And then they and they just film their content and they do all their workouts and tutorials in their garage gym, mm -hmm. and then literally do just walk into their office and edit and post it. Yeah, I mean, there's, and that goes back, like you said, the social media these days. Either you're really good at it or you're really not. I'm man. terrible. At yeah, it. I am terrible at it myself, man. I gotta be honest. Like, I'm alright. <laughs> no, Nick. Nick's like I'm alright, but like he's just like, I don't know. I I feel weird being like, hey film this right and i know like in lifting it's different but like even if like even when we're out and about i'm just, i hate i like, hate hearing the, my voice like i got my lifting page my personal one my fiance's lifting page and the podcast page oh you're so good at this i try yeah he's, i'm really not he showed, yeah he's the one who showed me that you can log into multiple accounts right yeah so i have my personal which is like comedy but i don't do a lot of comedy in there i have my gaming page and then i have our page but like it's I just, I just never like I live the I live the moment and I'm like damn it that would have been a really good video which I do also but it's also like if I have a feeling something post worthy is going to be happening I'm right. like 
And here comes the phone. <laughs> Three, two, yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, I, I look at, and going back to millennials, man, that's one thing I think millennials that are in business and use so, they, they know how to use social media to their best ability. You oh, know, yeah. so I got this uh, buddy of mine up in, we'll just say LA because I don't really know like yeah. the certain areas. His name's Chris. He runs this thing called, uh, he has his coaching service called Blueprint Strength. I think I'm, I might be mispronouncing that, but this guy daily, he's doing like, ask me anything, questions. Mm-hmm. And he's always good at, at doing it. Like there's times when I've done it. And because of <laughs> my friends that watch my stuff, it's nothing but dick jokes and like oh, dick yeah. questions. And I'm like, God damn it. Like the last time I did one, Joel asked me three different questions and it was just him being a smart ass. Yeah. And Love I'm you, like, Joel. listen, listen, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, well, speaking of social media, I just followed you on social media, and I saw your 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 Team Isha design. Yeah, that's fucking dope. Right, it's legit, man. I dude, that that screams you. Yeah, so we're, I'm gonna do a colored version of that, but then again, my 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 client and my graphic designer guy, uh, we're gonna do. Man, he already started working on it a little bit. It's gonna be this like like a badass sumo wrestler, like holding a holding a barbell. It's gonna Ooh. be so legit. That's I can't awesome. I cannot if wait you, for that. If you have him make that same design, yeah. But green and purple, I will buy one. Why green and purple? Think about it. He likes the Hulk. Nick the go. Hulk, Dorian. Oh yeah, such a stereotype. Shut up, big guy likes the Hulk. Shut <laughs> up, duh, <laughs> fucker. Well, he has a he has a a Hulk singlet. I do. From uh, got- Supreme singlets. Supreme singlets. Is that the ones? Or do, or do they make like all kinds of yeah, crazy designs? They're actually based in Chula Vista. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I DM'd him. Um, that the, did Joel end up going to that same place? Uh, yeah, because his the company that Joel works for sponsors him, so they like he help the the boss helps puts money towards like his singlet and his entry fees to have their company on his singlet. Yeah, You're which is so cool. Yeah, it, like he really doesn't have to pay for any entry fees. His company takes care of it, and it's like, dude, you got to put your company on your singlet. I thought yeah. he did have his company on his singlet. I don't think he does. Oh, well. Joel, like, the working man's power lifter. Right. I love that guy. I like, that's literally, that's, that's that's the best way to describe him. Joel? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. This isn't the, the exact blue one collar that I lifter. have, but that's like close. Ooh, Joel, the blue collar lifter. There we go. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Team Joel. He, he, needs to change his, <laughs> he needs to change his Instagram now. Yeah. Instead of wreck it, Joel, just Joel, the blue collar lifter. Yeah. See, it's like little things like that. Like if you find like a niche that people would like, right? Because that's what it is. It's just you got to make yourself likable. And I know that's super shallow, but that's how life is. No, no, it's, I mean, it's all. I think it's all about how you communicate. So I actually, uh, you you know who J L Holdsworth is, right? It sounds familiar. Yeah, I mean, you de- definitely familiar. need to look him up. And so this goes back to coaching, and um, you know, it, it, you have a hard time with coaching, and and, and just trying to. Not necessarily tell people what to do. Why am I blanking on words right now? <laughs> Son of a bitch. I, it happens to me all the time. But basically, yeah, it has to go with communicating, right? Being able to communicate with your lifters and, and getting them to go a certain way. And it's like after a while, it's like, you know, you don't want to be this abrasive coach slash like parent, right? So he actually, he was on a podcast and he recommended reading a book, um, How to Win Friends and Influence People. My friend is reading that currently right now. Yeah, and it's completely changed my perspective on on really? how to how to talk to people, and it, it really boils down to not necessarily getting people to like you, but being able to have a good commu- 
good communication skills with individuals. What is it called again? It's called how to make friends and uh, how to win people? friends and influence people. See, my buddy was my buddy's a mechanical engineer, and so he started reading this book to kind of. I don't know. He just got really interested, and he's like, "I, I kind of want to read this." And I, you're like the third person that's told me about that, like about this recently. It, it definitely helps, man, because after a while, it, it it teaches you how to kind of correlate what you what you want somebody to do and it, how to how to get them to effectively do it. Is it by Dale Carnegie? Yep, that's the one. Maybe I'll get this and check it out after I'm done with this class because I, I I don't know if it's just getting back to the whole age thing, but like I'm now actually like. That's why I'm, I'm that's, honestly, I know people when they say, go to school, get it done now. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I'm, at, even though I'm a little older and I'm just getting my bachelor's degree, I feel very kind of appreciative that I took the time to kind of have fun and right. live because when I went to, when I went to college at 19 compared to college at 27, I'm like way more like invested. Right. Like my grades are better. I'm actually like really liking the material. And I think it's because I have a lot more life experience. Right. So when I read these theories and I read this shit about like organizational ethics, which is all about the work environment, I'm like, oh my God, I totally know a boss that I had that did these no-nos that we're not supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And I've had bosses that communicated very effectively. So all now I have no-nos. examples and it sticks to me more. And it just, I don't know. I, I feel like school has more value, value to me now as an adult having more life experiences than when I was a kid who fucking had nothing. Right. Who lived at his parents and was just, oh, I just got to go to college because my parents said so. Right. There's more intent. Right. And I think that's that, like, it does come with life experience. Like, for myself, um, I fuck, you know, I just partied way too hard growing up. Yeah. And now it's like one of those things where, um, not, not so much now, but uh, maybe three or four years previously, some of my friends were still going out and partying. And I was thinking to myself, like, man, that shit just it makes me tired thinking about it. I don't see how you guys are doing that. I don't – you know, I had someone uh, – I had – there's a barista at my work who just turned 21. And he, it just – out of nowhere, he's like, Ramos, you look like someone who would like – who would like to go and party. Like, party all the time. Like, you like, do you like drinking a lot of beer? And I was like, nah, man. I'm like, if I'm being completely honest with you, I, I, I drink White Claws or Trulies because um, they're low in calories. I don't get hangovers. And I usually have one, like, every other day. But I don't really drink a whole lot. And he goes, really? You look like someone who just party. And I'm like, well, yeah, when I was like 23 to about 26 for about three years, I did party. But now, I'm, dude, I'm like, I got school. I got work. I'm like, I fucking I don't do that anymore. This stuff called I got responsibility. grown up shit to do. Yeah. All right. So can, can somebody explain to me what White Claw is? Like I've been seeing okay. it pop up everywhere so, now. Alcoholic water. It's really? Here. Yeah. Diet alcohol? I'm, alcohol I'm, light? Pretty much. Okay. I don't have a White Claw, but I have a Truly. I'm going to show you what it is. Give me one second. Yeah. They're actually pretty. So... I got drunk off of them one time. White Claw. Oh, uh, Trulies. Trulies. Okay. Basically the same thing. I take a lot of white girls drink this stuff. So, a lot. A lot. <laughs> a lot. This popped on the scene about um, about two, two and a half years ago. Hard seltzer. Holy what? Shit. So you so it's and um, no hangover because it has no sugar. Oh, okay. There you so, go. Or sorry, it's one gram of sugar. Yeah. And they're usually about a hundred, one hundred fifty calories a can. Normal beer, like a vodka soda, is three hundred sixty calories, and and the sugar is from the alcohol. Now, what it is, it's it's fermented sugar. It's uh, the, the one gram of sugar is to create the ethanol. So hard seltzer is basically spiked soda water. It's very similar to almost like kombucha, but it's literally just spiked water. But it, the, here's the thing: they're five percent per can. Yeah. So it's more than a Bud Light, and it's the equivalent to like a blonde, like a beer. Yeah. Where normal beers are five to six percent. 
and they have like fruity flavors. Like right. this is black cherry. They have citrus. They have all these different flavors. Uh, White Claw is just the brand. Right. And people have been drinking. People prefer White Claw. I prefer Truly's only because um, they have a better, bigger value pack at Costco. Okay. And they're cheaper. Well, there you go. Yeah, they're like they're by like a dollar or two. Yeah. But people, you know, the whole young kids now are just like. You know, I don't, you know, forget the law. I fuck with claws. It's like a meme now, and everyone drinks white claws. Oh, my God. Like, on 4th of July, everyone was drinking white claws. And everyone That's... kept making white claw puns and stuff like that. And I was like, I'm like, yeah, white claws are cool. I'm like, I like Trulies because Trulies are more carbonated. I like the bubbly. White claw definitely has, is a little bit sweeter, but I think Truly has better flavors. Like, their pineapple and their mango literally taste like my pineapple soda. But it's only like, you know, like I said, 100 calories. And, and then everyone it, like, freaks out. They're... Like, if you want to drink, but you want to stay hydrated. Yeah. Or, I guess that's one way of looking at it. Or, <laughs> or, you know, like, I, like, I, like I'm, I'm more of a social drinker. Like, if we go out and get drinks, I will drink. But I don't drink hard liquor at home. But this is awesome. Like, I'll just be in for the night. My nightcap, I'll have one or two of these. Right. You're good. One night, we were doing a podcast. And I don't know. I can't remember what happened. We were talking about these. And me and Nick ended up drinking, like, four or five of these during the podcast. In an hour, without, we drank five of them. Without even realizing. And How was, was the podcast? And yeah, it was good. But after we got done, I was like, okay, I'm not going to lie. I'm getting a little fucking drunk. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. and I, we, we were both sitting while drinking. Like, okay, yeah. So, like, you know how you sit. Like, the second I stood up, I was like, you can. Oh, you I need to sit tonight. back down. I'm going to try it tonight. Take it with you. Pop it in the in the fridge. <laughs> let it get nice and cold and then just try it. And Dude, I mean, That's so funny. Yeah. It's, so, that's what everyone's we been We literally drinking. got white girl drunk. Yeah, white girl wasted. White girl wasted. I mean, I'm such a hipster when it comes to alcohol. So I, uh, I wouldn't say I had an alcohol problem back in the day, but I do have three DUIs to my name. Whoa. Right. Yeah. My brother which, has two. I have zero. Yeah, good for you. I mean, definitely don't but, get one. It's not really worth it. But, hey, you know what? I definitely have had moments in my life where I literally got home, woke up, and I said, I got lucky. Yeah, yeah. There was a couple, t- like maybe two moments in my life where I was like, holy shit, I don't remember how I got home. Right, but right. I parked perfectly. And right, I'm like okay. And as far as I know, there's no blood on my exactly. Car. There's no blood. Nothing's broken. <laughs> so, um, so I actually gave up uh, drinking for like I want to say four or five years. Close to actually, yeah, I didn't actually pick up another beer until I was about 29. Got my last DUI when I was uh, 24, 25. So it was about four or five years until I started drinking again, and I become such a hipster about beer. Man, it's like, oh, I only like dark stouts and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Boy, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I was just going to say that. I was going to be like, oh, you, you're like, I only drink IPAs. Oh, no, 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 no. I, <laughs> IPAs I try to steer away from. I don't, I don't see what the big hype is about them. I mean, I know they get you tanked pretty quick, but I don't really That's like That's not because they're high percent. People like it because IPA. Okay, so like with my thing with hipsters. And Knowledge from a bartender. Oh, yeah. San, Lu- yeah. San Luis Obispo is hipster city like when i started okay. doing stand-up i used to do it in a hipster cafe Ooh. and my original persona <laughs> was i'm single i'm on tinder and i'm 22 and i'm starting to drink a ton because i'm finally free and now i get to hit up hit and gotta learn how to how to learn how to do the dating world at this age so my persona was a bit douchey and so i'd be talking about girls i meet on tinder because that's all i knew at the time and I would talk about it and literally just no laughter because it was just a bunch of just hipster girls and guys and lesbians. And they were just like, that's not how girls are perceived. Yeah. And I'm like, well, <laughs> that's girls not I, right. the girls that's that I right. talk to go talk are, to Tinder <laughs> are totally like that. Exactly. And 
and yeah, I think the thing with hipsters is just like if it's something that people are like, oh, that's bitter. I don't like that. Right. You will find a hipster that's like, you just don't appreciate the quality of the IPA, the hops and the bitter. And the, right. You know, it's not about the percentage about drinking. It's really the, the floral, the citrus that comes in the notes. Like they just drink IPAs because <laughs> everybody else drinks IPAs. Yeah. Pretty much. My dad yeah. drinks IPAs. So we used to have this Figaro Mountain Brewing has this IPA called Lizard's Mouth. Okay. Which is like 8%. That I used to drink Lizard's Mouth and get fucked. Yeah, no, for but sure. But it was so bitter. But my dad likes it because it tastes harsh. <laughs> right. He likes the harsh tasting of it. But people drink IPAs because everyone else is like, oh, those are kind of bitter for me. So it's like, oh, I'm going to jump on that. Mm. So speaking of the, the whole hipster thing, uh, Saber and I went to this place. It's uh, downtown Chula Vista right there on, I think, 3rd? Yeah. Um, it's not really a hipster bar, but it's kind of one of those like really laid back places. Okay. Um, like they even have the old school NESs. They have the game system set up to where you can like actually play games and shit. All right. So <laughs> yeah, play, I'm, play, I'm play there. Sign. Yeah. Um, and they had a, a very wide variety of beers like ciders, um, IPAs. I think they had like maybe three stouts, but. Um, all the ones that we tried were like, definitely come back. Like, I think we had a total of five beers, five or six. It's like 36 bucks though. So it was a little bit on the pricey side, but the atmosphere was like nice. So it's like, that's why the price is higher, you know? So just like breweries, like it's cool. The bartenders weren't dicks. Well, there you go. That's a plus. So. Like there's a I went to a couple of breweries. Um, my favorite thing is going to Beer Fest. My first year living in San Diego. Actually, before I moved to San Diego, Jess and I went to Beer Fest and I got tanked, but it was great because they give these little cups and I'm oh, like, yeah. and I see people dumping out the beer and I'm like, nah, fuck that, babe. We're not wasting alcohol. We're not. <laughs> You're supposed to dump it out. So so people because you dude, there are just dozens. No, yeah, I, the the one at the Del Mar Fair, right? No, it was the one over here in Liberty Station. Oh, okay. And it was and it you know, they have 2 to 3 beers and you can try every beer. Now, it's a 2 ounce cup, so you think I'm like, "No, nah, fuck that, we're drinking them all." And of course, I was drinking only IPAs because my girlfriend doesn't like IPAs. <laughs> and by like hour 2 or 3, I just started dumping out the beer because I'm like, "No way I can drink all of this beer. Like I'm getting fucked up and I'm like oh, getting man. really full." So people will sip on it. And then if they don't like it, they dump it. If they like it, they hold on to it. But we were just boom, 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 pounding. Oh, yeah. No, that, I mean, that's the way to go. If you're going to go in, you might as well go all in. What's your favorite beer? Oh, so I there's this company up in Anaheim called Bottle Logic. Mm-hmm. I, know, and, I know. Yeah. And honestly, the tastiest, best like beers I've ever had in my entire life. Um, so really, I just ride with them. Whatever they, whatever they drop, I'll go to the local liquor store who has all these like crazy imports and stuff. Um, and I'll just buy whatever they have. But after a while, the shit does get kind of expensive because their bottles are retailing for like 25, 30 bucks. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, I got to save this for like, is this right? like the 22 ounce bottle or is this just a normal? Bottle? Oh the, yeah. The 22 ounce yeah, bigger the one. Bomber. Yeah, yeah. So essentially it's two beers. Yeah. But I'm like, damn. So now I have to buy them in cash. So if my wife looks at my credit card receipts, Didn't see it. yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. But, uh, that shit is so good. Bottle Logic, anything they drop is really good. They they actually put out a um like a horchata one. Yeah. Yeah, and that shit was fucking gnarly. So good. So it's good. It's a stout, right? Yes. Yeah. Belching Beaver used to have an horchata stout and then they also had the 
uh, peanut butter milk stout that everyone oh, yeah. loved. And then they had a Viva La Beaver, which is a peanut butter milk stout with Mexican chocolate. My favorite stout I've ever had was the coffee milk stout from Stone. Oh, and, yeah. And yeah. this was when, like, Stone's, like, in my opinion, Stone's peak, like, about five years ago, when it was, like, that was the hottest beer. Mm-hmm. When everyone's like, Stone Brewing? Like, what is that? It's from San Diego. Like, right when they were getting really popular, before Ballast Point and all that. Yeah. And uh, they had a coffee milk stout that I just loved. Because it tastes just like cold cold brew with, with a splash of milk. And I loved it. So... Right now, my favorite beer, and it's only a it's a summer beer. That's the only time that they okay. ever sell it. So, it's um, the name of it's uh, Leinenhugels. Leinenhugels. Yeah. So <laughs> shut up. So <laughs> it's it's a uh, says uh, summer shandy. It's like a lemon, but it has like a little bit of an orange twist to it. He likes it, hefeweizens and wheat ales. I do. That's not that's not bad, man. Especially in San Diego, especially right now, yeah. dude. It's oh, it's light. Like honestly, yeah, it's light and it's it tastes fucking awesome. But I could only ever find them at like Food for Less, and then every time that Saber and I have gone there to get one, and they only sell them in six packs. They've always been sold out. No shit. Yeah. Always for like the past like month and a half, two months, and then I was at work, and she's like, "Hey, I stopped to get." some stuff for a girls night spent this much i was like fuck okay and then she uh goes but i found your beer i was like i call her i'm like i fucking love you yeah. she, they, they had four six packs left she got three of them nice i'm like fuck yeah <laughs> yeah my girlfriend has done that where she's come home and uh my right now my favorite thing to drink i've been getting into ciders just because i like the sweetness of it and uh the i ciders love are still refreshing so yeah, there. I I don't have a ton of them, but like I usually like getting like a six pack of the Ace pineapple cider because right. it's apple cider infused with pineapple juice. Um, the other beer that I've actually really been enjoying is uh, I've also been transitioning more to wheat ales because I like the more citrusy tone right now during summer. Is the um, Avery is a brewery outside of Colorado. They actually won a really big award I think two years ago, but they make a white Rasco. Now we have on draft a substitute for our Blue Moon, and it's actually pretty good. It's funny that you bring up Blue Moon because since it's gotten hotter, I think I bought like a 24-pack of Blue Moon, and it's just one of those things where I'm like, it's getting warm. Have you had yeah, Golden exactly. Road yet? No. Is that the one that you gave me that one night? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Oh, wait, which one? Not my work, the one here. No, no, no. I'm talking about the one at your work. Oh, no. That's the, that's the White Rascal. That's the Avery. That's, oh. the, that's the Colorado Brewing. So Golden Road is a brewery, I think, northern. I think it's somewhere near L.A. They, they specialize in wheat ales. But they make, uh, they make up like they just made a variety pack so everyone can try them. They have mango cart, pineapple cart, uh, uh, watermelon cart, and they're Weedles that taste like pineapple, watermelon, and everything like that. Oh, those are the cans that you've had. Yeah, here? those are. And so, so what we, good. so we go wow. to a tavern over here in PB, and uh, when we go there, we always get the mango cart, and then we put the tahini rim on the beer glass, so it tastes like chili and mango. Next level stuff. And it <laughs> is super good. I. I think I think beer purists would probably frown upon that, but I mean, fuck it. You know? We live in Southern California. We yeah, do, we it's do a bunch hot. of yeah, we do a bunch of weird shit out yeah. here. A bunch of a bunch of American breweries are making Mexican lagers. I mean, why not? Right? When in Rome, <laughs> drink as the Romans do with Mexican lagers. I don't think that's what they did. My new job, we have a bunch of Italian imports, uh, bottle beers, so I get to try a bunch of Italian beer. Which surprisingly, it's uh, it's it's okay because Italians are all about lighter, 
lagers. Right. And then, um, so there's a couple of them that I want to try. There's a sour amber that I can't wait to try. And then last night I got a little buzz because my bartender was like, oh, you know what Amaro is? And it's Italian for bitterness. It's a, it's a liqueur. And I'm like, no. And he's like, hmm. He goes, let's clock out and let's drink. And I'm like, oh, shit. And we were just trying all these different Amaros and liqueurs. And they're like really bitter, like Aperol, Campari, Fernet, Branca, uh, Branca Menta, like all these other stuff. And oh, that's rad, though, man. <laughs> that's awesome because that gets to like further your uh, palate a little bit, you know? Yeah. Well, they're like very, like like it's one thing to know the ounces to make the cocktail. They want you to know like, like what do we offer by this? You know, where like the story behind one of these uh, one of these uh, liqueurs that we have. It's a story of these two guys that had a fight and they had cactuses and cactus had pricklies on them, the little little pear, the little yeah. bulbs. And so one guy to get revenge on his neighbor cut off his pears because they're super sweet and that's right. where the nectar's at and the juice and it was like a like a treat so he cut them off haha we got you and then a season later they regrew again even sweeter and better and that's how they discovered that if you if you cut, cut them, them off, off yeah they'll re-bloom even okay. better and so that's the story on how prickly pears got wrapped up into italian cocktails and all that stuff like little stuff like that, they want you to know that. So those I've been getting, crazy Italians. Oh, I've been getting overloaded with information about liquor lately. <laughs> Dude, prickly pears are good by themselves, though. We have a drink called a prickly please, that is made with vodka, vodka prickly, uh, prickly please puree, lemon, and a um, uh, amaro called Arena, which is a Italian liqueur. It's very smooth, uh, low bitterness, medium body. And it's a, it's a really, like, sweet, well-rounded cocktail. It's actually pretty it's good. It's funny. He keeps saying that he wants to get out of the restaurant industry, but when he starts talking shit like this. Yeah, you sound like you're in love with it, dude. <laughs> no, I, dude, I'm honestly, I'm just really good at just, like, like, I, I, I'm really good at just I'm, I'm just, I'm just that good. Yeah, no, I'm I've been doing this for, like, 10 years. Like, I'm kind of a big deal. I'm kind of, you might know me. <laughs> I have a podcast. If you, if you, if you, if you wrote me a list of why... Uh, garage gyms are good and you're like I'm gonna have you be my guy that speaks out to people why they should do right. get the Isha garage gym set right right you brought me like a like a one page of why it's good and your coral like moral beliefs and all that stuff bro give me like an hour and I will literally start convincing people why the team Isha gym set is the best right no I got you no no so it's funny because um like basically my before i got into the fitness industry and stuff like that um my family used to own restaurants in san diego and that's basically was my upbringing was a culinary and, and and restaurant industry and then after a while i think by the time i was 18 i was like fuck this is so stressful just working in a restaurant every day yeah i was like, i can't do it anymore so i steered as far away as i could from it and then ended up partying just way too hard and then that's when i fell into like the fitness industry. Mm -hmm. It's like, ah, I can't do this anymore. Three DUIs later. Like I'm not really about this life no more. What's next. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean like, I mean, I work with, uh, like I work with people who this is like their passion, right? Yeah. Like, they exactly. know like, like, like I'm like in the network. Cause San Diego is literally like a Mecca for like good quality bars and people and, and liquor and all that stuff, surprisingly. Um, and so there's like a whole ecosystem. Right. Of like, oh, like Daniel is the main bartender at Pentry. Nick is the main, you know, so-and-so at this bar downtown. And we just all know each other. And it's like, it's like a mutual understanding kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I know people who are like balls deep in the ecosystem. Like right. they Like they get off work. 
they go visit you. Then they go visit you. And on their nights off, they go to this bar. And they go to this bar. And they go to this bar. Not to get smashed. Try their signature drinks. Have their food. And then they all talk about, oh, my God, did you go here and try the food here? And they that's what they, that's what they love about. And, like, that's fun to go out. But, like, me, I'm just, like... I'm like hovering just above the surface from like my feet are in where like I know some of these bartenders that I got to meet and know personally, but I'm not like diving in. I'm not, not going to let it because I like my <laughs> right. main thing is just like I've seen what it does to people when they get into their 40s and 50s. Oh, yeah. And I want a family and I which is a hate to be a manager. That's why I'm not a manager. Like I've been offered GM positions. I've been offering uh, AGM managers, bar managers the last like couple years. And I'm just like, no, no, no. And everyone's like, you would make really good fucking money. And I'm like. I don't want to work six days a six six to eight days a week for thirteen hour days mm-hmm. just to make salary to fucking hate my life. Yeah, like I want the Friday, I want the Saturday Sundays off. I want to have the nights off. I want to be able to go to my kids' parent teacher conference. I want to go to my kids' game. I want to be able to have a family family vacations. I want to be able to go like all that stuff to me is more priority, and that's why I went back to school. Mm-hmm. So restaurants are awesome. I love it. The whole hospitality aspect of it is amazing, and honestly. I think everyone should work in the restaurant because you learn more about yourself and how to treat people oh, and yes. how not to treat people from people treat you. But I'm just ready to get out. Dude, yeah. I, I worked in Red Lobster as my first job in high school. Oh my God. I forgot you did work at Red Lobster. Fucking hated it. That's worse than my first job. Dude, I, worked- I came home smelling like a bad night at the strip club. How about them biscuits, dude? Oh, the biscuits were oh, amazing though. Biscuits. <laughs> now, can you imagine if you worked at the strip club when you did and Red Lobster as a, as a, as a two job? I wouldn't know the difference. Your skin would start peeling off of you. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know the difference. I'd be like, is, is it that Ruby right? or is, is that the yeah. fish special is that, tonight? Is is that, it, I still smell biscuits. Is that candy yeah. or is that the biscuits? Oh my God. If you worked at Red Lobster and then like, so you did like a busing shift and then went to the strip club for like your late night shift, bro. And you brought a box of biscuits to the strippers. Oh, they'd, Oh, you would have been number one, dude. Nick's here. Wait, so what were you, the DJ? Bouncer. Security. Bouncer. Go figure. Right. Yeah. Yeah, can you imagine Nick? Typical. Just, Nick's like, let's get a jump in. No, they <laughs> they offered me to do DJ because apparently DJ made more money. I was like, yeah. no. All DJs do is just go, and here comes yeah, Sapphire. Yeah, no, that's all they. Play their song and literally go back on Facebook. Yep, yeah. that's it. But, um. I had a buddy of mine who was a he was a strongman competitor, and he worked as a bouncer at a strip club. And I guess the DJ quit, and they're like, "Hey, do you want to DJ?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure, why not?" And I'm just like, "What about you?" Says that you know how to work a turntable, mm-hmm. but really, it's probably just an iPod. Yeah, it's it's just a it's a preloaded playlist for each dancer. Yeah. It's like and this. This is what their setup looks like. That's basically what it is. They have their mix board, and then they have a playlist from the turntables they have at home. They do a couple of quick little remixes transitions and then just put them on there but yeah if you listen um god which episode was it when we talked about my time as a bouncer in the beginning wasn't it's it? it's probably like under something like strip club stories yeah or it was like one that. of our earlier episodes but yeah we, I, yeah I worked in two strip clubs we've talked about it before Beautiful. we have a whole episode of like talking about nick's work resumes <laughs> from him being a mover to red lobster to the different strip clubs to how he got into ups Damn, son. I'm telling yeah. you, man. If Hustle. You, if you just go back and listen to all 80, almost 80 of our episodes, I mean, we have we have a ton. Yeah, that's insane. Like, so so I heard of your, your guys' for, uh, for podcast through Joel. Yeah. Right? And then I actually met you in person when I went to that seminar over at California Elite. Yeah. yeah which was funny because he was like, you look familiar. I was like, 
I don't know how. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's Instagram. Yeah, I feel like I'm looking in a mirror almost. Yeah. You guys could, if he, if it was like, yeah, we have different dads, I would believe it. <laughs> or, or, or like if it was like different moms, I believe it. Yeah, kind of there, kind of there. Almost. Like, oh, this I was from, I was during war, Nick's post-war. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, that's amazing. Uh, that's fucked up. <laughs> this is my brother Daniel. Half he's brother. The, he's the Japanese version <laughs> yeah, of me. Exactly. No? Yeah? Maybe a little bit? Eh. I think so. I'm yeah. like I'm staring at you guys, I'm like I can see it. Yeah. Or or like or like first cousins. That's more believable. I would kind of believe that. Yeah. yeah. It's me, the beard thing. It give, is. Give me twenty minutes and People if we ever th- roll as a squad somewhere. I would definitely be like, oh, yeah, this is uh, Nick and this is his older brother, Daniel. <laughs> there you and go. And people would never question it. They See, probably wouldn't. No, they wouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't think so. Especially if Nick has his glasses on. You wear glasses, too? They're right there. Dude, we're, we're twins. Right? Yeah. No, if I wore glasses and said I'm the youngest of the brothers. They'd be like, <laughs> Or if I said I'm the middle brother, they'd be like, okay, that's fucked up. That, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's you're a liar. <laughs> go home, you. Yeah, you're, you're like the, the friend that they met that begged to come along. It's like, you've had way too many white claws. Get the fuck <laughs> yeah. out of here. You and your fucking trulies. <laughs> Take a hike. See, so now you're getting it. People shit on me for tricking truly. I love it. <laughs> I'm actually really excited to go home and try this. They are pretty. Wh- which one did you give them? Black cherry. If you don't want black cherry, I also have mango. I have pineapple. I have lime. No, I'm, I'm not too picky. The, I'm the, not too picky. The black cherry is actually pretty good. Black cherry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mine is uh, black cherry, pineapple, then mango. And then lemon lime is like. I like the. Um, don't they have a mixed berry one? They do. They have mixed berries and they also have grapefruit. And if you like it, man, Costco, 26 bucks, you get a 24 pack. There we go. Me and the wife fucking love Dude, Costco. Costco is life. Costco's Dude. the fun. You can have lunch and shop. Just and then when you're done simple. shopping, you can come back out and get dinner and go home. Mm-hmm. Fucking love that Pretty place. Pretty much. So has Nick talked you into uh, doing powerlifting like he has a full-time hobby? Um, he's been trying, he's trying to get me to do a meet for, for we, like the last two years. Yeah. Like trying. a year and a half ago, he came and watched me do like a, a set and he was like, all right, he'll do five minutes to stand up and I'll do like a, like a local meet. But we just, I just, I just don't have enough time. Like I'm like, like right now I'm about to, like I said, start my second job and then school and stuff like that. So when I have more time, I, I mean, I've always, I want to kind of want to, if my girlfriend ever doesn't want to go to 24 hour anymore, I thought about just canceling the membership and then just paying the same price for two membership, paying it for a, a membership. Not because this, not cause I want to be a, a competitor, but just like when I'm at his gym, just the, the resources they have compared to like 24 hour. And it's also so much nicer to work out where you're in a community where it's like, Hey, can you spot me? Can you help me? And it's like, you can learn from everyone. Oh yeah. And 24 hour it's moms. It's gym bros. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of gym bros. A lot of gym bros. Yeah, there's, uh, I I don't feel con- like the way they have their stature. I would be I would feel really bad to be like, hey, can you help me sp- help me spot? Yeah, no, for sure. Also, working out Nick's just super fun. <laughs> Is he? I gotta I, I gotta come I gotta come, come through California, lead one of these <laughs> yeah. days and train. He's super funny. He likes uh he likes long rest times. Uh, that kind of comes with the territory. On heavy days. Yeah, On heavy days. With powerlifting, like you you catch a lot of people doing like uh, five minute workouts. I had a client. Who was telling me like, oh man, coach, I'm so tired after these training sessions. And I asked him, I was like, well, how long are you in the gym for? He's about four hours. I was like, what the fuck are you doing in the gym for four hours? So I sat in on one of his training sessions. And you figured out. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, well, outside of the, like, you know, the 10 minute rest periods, I was like, I think I figured out why you're taking four hours. (laughs) 
So I actually, the, the next training session, I stayed in with a stopwatch or my, my stopwatch on my phone and I timed his rest periods for three minutes on the dot and it cut his training session by like two thirds. Wow. Yeah. yeah my, my training sessions go from two to two and a half. Yeah. Which is about normal. Yeah. Except when we did deadlifting, I was only, I was there for about an hour and a half. Yeah, I think. So but you only had me deadlift, and then you had yeah. me do workouts to, to just the accessories. Yeah, because yeah. like basically he shows me, he brings me in, we do the main main workout, shows me my stance, everything, gives me tips. We find out my max, and then he shows me additional workouts and sets to do to help improve. And then he just you kind know, of hey, like when you would do light work, doing this day heavy day, you're gonna do this. So he gives me a list of like of things like okay so i know what to do because i don't know how to prep for deadlifts or what to do on light days for deadlifts i know i know like you know medium reps or medium weight higher reps for like to build the strength but i don't know what other workouts to use or what other machines to help complement right no for sure the the small nuances that might help you get a little bit better yeah my weight training was specifically from wrestling so it was lots of reps medium weight like a Mm -hmm. lot of like uh like a lot of like reverse bench um, and all that stuff where you just start heavy and then you go lower until literally you're just pulling just the bar until you can't even lift it for one rep. Just no, for that's endurance. perfect. I got to do 340 for five on bench today. Easy weight, buddy. Easy know, peasy I, for five. <laughs> yeah, for me, for that's five. that for me. That's horrible. I, I can't, I can barely, my bench is terrible in comparison <laughs> to everything else that I can do. Mm-hmm. My bench is horrible. I know and, you're deadlifting your squat. I watch your videos. And I'm like, son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad for a guy that's built like a juice box. Right. But benching, it's like, it's the bane of my existence and I hate it so damn much. Right. And it's kind of, it's kind of funny because seeing you like the lighter weight guys, um, like you got guys like what Chris, Chris Robinson's like, I think he did 198 and he's, he's benching like in the mid fours, high fours. I don't know. It's disgusting. Like I think he just did a 424 this last week. I'm just like, dude, take a, take a fucking chill pill, man. Okay. And he, save he, save some pussy for the rest of us. <laughs> and he squat and uh, he squat and pulled seven thirty three. Oh yeah, so that's a fucking like, monster. Fuck man. Well, that's like uh, Cece's meet in October. I know one guy that I'm going up against. He's got me on squat and dead, but I got him on. Bench. Is it Joel? No. Damn it. I know. Right. You guys should just do a bench only meet. Fuck, I'd lose. <laughs> With, um, you know, I w- I would lose. Just just whisper <laughs> whisper bad things in his ear, and be like you're gonna fail. <laughs> Nobody likes you. <laughs> What's funny is that you and Joel talk exactly the same. Exactly. Yeah, that's why that's why we get along so well. No yeah. one likes you. Yeah. yeah, no one likes you. Well, we uh, I, Joel came and worked out with me one time to in the beginning, and I was like, I want to relearn how to do bench. He came and helped me, and then I went and worked out with Nick. And I remember we went. To, he came with me to 24 hour during his break for like 45 minutes and he's like teaching me some stuff and then he's like all right cool i'm gonna get a couple reps in and i remember he's like put another plate on another plate and i'm like just kind of fucking laughing because you see all these dudes just stop and looking at joel they see joel when he comes in Mm -hmm. and you know he looks you know compared to like other sizes he looks pretty small yeah and he lays down he puts on four plates right he's just in his work pants smelling like cheddar biscuits probably yeah he's literally wearing work pants boots and a (laughs) t-shirt And he's just like, yeah, I'll throw a couple reps on. And literally, you can just see the weight just kind of, you know, they're the octagon plates, so you can see him kind of shake. Yeah. And he's just like, <laughs> and it's like, and they're clacking because they don't have that. The clips, yeah. yeah. And I'm just, I'm, I'm just like, oh, my God. And he's like, all right, your turn. 
Let's take three plates off. <laughs> All right. Put a Back 10 on. Back down to the All right, plates. Do eight more reps, and I'm, like, just laughing. He goes, why are you laughing? I'm like, this is fucking – this is stupid. Yeah. I don't want to <laughs> be You here. and me working bench together. I think I'm getting more of a workout from taking all the oh, plates yeah, off exactly. to go back to me. Yeah, no, there's some, I don't like this. There's some freaks in nature, man. The, yeah, like the, the sport of powerlifting, I don't know if you've ever delved into the – like like gone on social media and just like looked up at some of these guys. Uh, some of these guys are freakishly strong. Like even out of just California Elite, not even like the big, big names. Like even the people the, – just the – the average member at California Elite Dude, my, is, is strong uh, as shit. My friend Jen. Janessa. Oh, yeah. Fucking beast, man. And it's crazy because, like, I've I've been in there since the first day that she started going. Yeah, yeah. And she came in, like, this very timid, like, shy right. girl. Now she's pulling almost 500 pounds and shit. And I'm like, gnarly. the fuck? Absolutely fucking gnarly. Where did she come from? Oh, and she the, definitely did, like, a full send on. Oh yeah. yeah! Oh yeah! She Definitely she came sense. in and made it her bitch. So and she's going to the open again next year. So time to get paid, right? <laughs> it, I'm glad that Dan though uh, Clancy. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad he's healing up pretty well after he uh, his bicep. Did he tear it? He tore it. Oh, Dan Clancy. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, oh three OG. Yeah. Right. Like bought one of his shirts by the way. Dan, if you're listening, I love one. I got one of your shirts and I love it. Got to make Love sure he. Did, I got to make sure he does listen. Actually, I want to try to get him on here. He'd be fun, dude. He's a honestly. If you just watch his IG stories, that guy fucking cracks me up. Oh yeah, like his. No, not even his IG stories. Or yeah, his. Sorry, I thought I had the IG TV in my That's head. That's right. Dyslexia so, is a real thing, guys. Yeah, I know it sucks. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, like he's just hilarious because he really legit has that. I don't give a fuck what anyone says attitude yeah, man like i mean which i mean he's is he he's not still in the marines is he or is he i think he's he's, he's, he he's processing out he's, he's processing, processing out, out. Yeah. okay yeah but he'd be fun um and i actually think he's gonna be refing cc's meet in october okay so yeah. but no like i and i was standing right there when that happened when he tore it oh his shit went all the like, way up yeah. But he still finished it. Yeah. He still fucking finished it. Like, you just see fucking from right here, like a fruit roll-up. Oh, yeah. Just completely on his bicep. I know. when. So when my, my shit tore, I, I was almost at the top. And as soon as it tore, I, I let that shit go. And I was yeah. like, oh, fuck. Because, like, you basically just, yep. you have no yeah. choice. But him, he was... He's like, Mm-mm. no, he Mm-mm. held that shit. <laughs> he finished the lift, but, and I think it was, yeah, it was his third attempt. So he was done with the meet, thankfully. Oof. I mean, it would have sucked if it was his like first attempt, but no, it was his third. How's that feel to rip your bicep? Honestly, it felt like, um, like a real quick tug on like, if you tugged on like a, like a wet towel, as weird as that sounds, as a, that's the Makes best sense. analogy I can come up with. Mm-hmm. Like you just gave it a quick tug and then I felt a release. And I was just like, holy shit. My training partner looked at me. He's all, what happened? I was like, I think I tore my fucking bicep. <laughs> and he's like, all right. He's all, well, you're done training for tonight. He's like, <laughs> he's all, I'll clean your stuff up. He's like, you need to go home. And I, the, what made it the worst was I was, I think, four weeks out from a meet. Right? And that, that's what pissed me off most because I worked all this, put my body through hell. And this was supposedly the last heavy, heavy deadlift of my training cycle. And then, you know, there it goes. Boom. Um, but it wasn't too bad. It wasn't painful. I wasn't like on the ground screaming. 
Uh, I just remember, like, I couldn't pick anything up, really. Uh, so then I get all my shit, and I'm, like, getting out of the gym. And I call my wife, and I was like, hey, uh, honey, I think I tore my bicep. And she's like, yeah, okay, I'll see you when you get – wait, what? <laughs> I was just like, yeah. She's like, well, are, are you okay? I was like, well, I'm not dying. I was like, it's a bicep. She's like, okay, well, just get home. It just fucking hurts. <laughs> yeah, I was like, all right. How does it heal? Does it just heal – you just leave uh, it? Depending on oh. how it – I mean – So I had surgery, surgery. Yeah, yeah. I got this sweet um, – little line mm-hmm. right oh, okay not too bad um what made it worse is though after i went to kaiser which i didn't uh and they got checked out they're like yeah your biceps torn i was like okay no shit. all right so what's next they're like okay well you know we're gonna process the order to get you into surgery and i actually had to wait uh about a, m- a month and a half right because apparently the lady who was in charge of processing the orders for surgery was on vacation Oh god! I love yeah, that. I was like, oh, okay, cool, and I get go see because you know they, they don't have anyone else. No, 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 apparently they didn't. The, no. There's a shortage there. It's a hard um, job to do. Yeah, so I go, I finally go in for surgery, and this was great too. So going in the surgery, uh, I'm in the gown, and they pull down my thing, and the, the nurse starts shaving my arm for surgery. Anyway, she starts working her way on, under my chest, and she starts shaving around the. Uh, the nipple areola mm-hmm. right and then the surgeon walks in he's like okay we're ready for surgery nurse why are you shaving his nipple and he's like oh well i'm getting him ready for surgery she's like yeah he's like we're operating on his arm and she's like she keeps going and he's like you can stop now and i was like okay well i mean half shaven nipple whatever the case is so see the surgeon Fuck. yeah the surgeon's like, well, what took you so long? I was like, well, you know, the whole thing. He's like, he's like, why did the doctor even order it? He's like, he's like, it's obvious you need surgery. He's like, you should have just been in surgery. And I was like, well, you know, I'm not a doctor. That's it. Yeah, I'm just yeah. doing what they told me, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. I love I'm do- just here, man. I love when doctors are, like, professional people are like, why are you not getting this fixed? I'm like, fucking, I fuck don't do I know? know. I'm not like, you know what? I should That's have something for now. you to answer. Yeah. But I can tell you what, that was the best, like, two hours of sleep I ever got. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, I remember when I had my first surgery, first ever, I broke my metacarpal because I got mad and punched the tailgate of my old truck. Way to go, Kyle. Yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> With the monster. With the monster. <laughs> oh, yes. No, it's not. It's, it's fine. It's fine because it's the zero It's truck. still a monster. Yeah. Well, I didn't buy it. It was, it was me. It was me. No, it I understand me, yeah. that, but. Still, anyway. Yeah, you ahead. get it. So I, it. <laughs> so I didn't do anything for three weeks, um, and then there was like a little lump on my hand, and I would click on it, and I'd feel like a click, 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 and I'm like, oh, that's probably not good. And, of course, me and my ex-girlfriend got back together, so that was probably one thing I probably regretted. And then literally went in. They're like, oh, you got to take surgery tomorrow. Went into surgery. I woke up, and I started crying because of my first time ever going under, and I got super emotional. Never know, didn't know what was happening, and that's my experience with surgery. And I haven't had surgery since. I've had two major surgeries. Um, first one was when I was in like fourth grade. So I was born without tear ducts. <laughs> Believe it or not. I know. I like how cavalier you are about that. Yeah. Fuck it. So like my eyes were constantly watering. So it would always look like I was crying. It still does, but okay. You know. Okay. You know what? I'm emotional as fuck. It's all right. But, um, it's all right. We understand. It's a, it's a safe place. It's a safe place. Shut up, both of you. <laughs> so they put me under. They put um, – there were uh, tubes into my eyes, that, but they were like those – it was that dissolvable material. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, they stayed in for uh, – almost like those uh, dissolvable stitches. Like, they stayed in for however long they were supposed to, and then 
you know, work their way out of my system. So there was that. And then my appendix. So I was for my appendix. Uh, it was my sophomore, sophomore year of high school on Valentine's day. And I was in and out within like 45 minutes. And, um, the doctors said that I was a week away from my appendix bursting. I was one week away. And, um, the best 45 minute nap I've ever had. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, they cut into my belly button somewhere up here and then under, under the, uh, the belly. So three places, it was all like, was it laparoscopic? Yeah, not me. Well, with the I'm, fucking I'm not that kind scopes of Asian. or some shit. Yeah. As we just established, yeah. neither of us are doctors. I here. don't know <laughs> what you're talking about. So are you like really good at math then? <laughs> no, you're a powerlifter. No, so no, I G- only gym math. Yeah, gym math. Gym uh, math. That's it. One thirty-five, two twenty-five, yeah, right? three fifteen, four hundred five. <laughs> but depending right. on what bar you're using, exactly yeah. right. And then it's just like if you're using a squat bar, you just do the same math, but then you add ten. Add at the ten. End of it. <laughs> Look at that. He's like breaking it down. He goes, "It's so exactly. easy." Oh. Oh. oh my god. Have you seen a fucking what movie was that? Goon? I've seen bits and pieces. Oh. Goon, the, the hockey movie? Yeah, yeah, the hockey movie. Uh-uh. I know what you're oh, talking about. Oh, okay. Though. Yeah, you got to watch that movie to get the reference. Is it still on Netflix? Probably. It's probably They on, take but... so much shit off there like I don't Oh know, yeah. Yeah, but they have so anymore. much shit to begin with that. Sometimes I don't even notice. That's yeah. true. But I know, but like I don't. I'm not the kind of Netflixer that goes and finds new things. I rewatch shit that I've already watched. Right. It was because you you go through that 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 net that. God damn it! What's it? What is it? Words. Yeah, I know, right? Like recommended. <laughs> well, no, it's like you you like go through this whole thing and you're like, oh man, they got so much new shit. Let me go look through all of it. And you're yeah. looking through all of it and you're like, fuck, I just I'm just gonna this watch sucks. The Office again. I'm just I, fucking yeah. everything else looks weird. So, I'm not that adventurous of a person. I actually, I took a, I took a shot in the dark and I watched uh, Lucifer. It's on Netflix. They, Netflix just got owned. Uh, just got obtained just got the owned. rights to it. Well, they didn't get owned, but they obtained the rights to it because it was on television, and then it got canceled. Mm-hmm. And it was such a riot. People were like, "No, bring Lucifer back!" That Netflix bought it. Bought it. Yeah. So I watched all the seasons on there. It's actually a really good show. No shit. Uh, four seasons. So I okay. think they're going to be coming back with a fifth, though. So basically, he spent over 20 hours of his life on a show. Yeah. How much of that time was alone or with other people? Wait, did you watch I'd it alone? Did you watch it with Okay. Fair enough. Uh, I watched it while I was at work. See? Look at this fucking... So. I can't watch Lucifer at my job. Well, he, he, Nick is uh, multitasking, you know, maximizing the day as best as he possibly can. Wrapping packages and watching Lucifer. <laughs> if your package, for some reason, coming out of the... <laughs> <laughs> Liberty Station area from UPS. Just know that uh, Lucifer is being watched. Shut up. So I go to FedEx. Nah, I don't. No, the fuck you don't. Nah, I go to UPS. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. Well, Daniel, do you have anything you want to plug for for all the listeners out there from Spotify and iTunes and SoundCloud? No. If sorry. it makes you feel better, we have listeners out in Tokyo. No. Sh- oh. Yeah. <laughs> I see what you did there. No. It's not a pun. It's serious. It's, it's yeah. serious, actually. So one of our apps that we use has analytics, and it shows you who's the listening. The SoundCloud one. Yeah, the SoundCloud yeah. one. That's uh, the um, Spotify gives you your analytics. iTunes for giving you all your numbers is a fucking hassle. Mm-hmm. To no shit. At. Yeah, it's kind of a bitch to get, get all your info. And then SoundCloud gives you an app that shows you everything from downloads to um, followers, listens, everything. Yeah. And then it shows you what areas. So we get a lot of like, you know, people from arizona 
my hometown around San Diego. And then for like a couple months, we were getting like over a dozen downloads in Tokyo. Whoa. Yeah. That's rad, man. Which, which could have been like, we could have had someone who listened to us here was in Tokyo downloading or generally just someone just found. But either way. <laughs> no, that's fucking rad. Yeah. No, that's so good. Uh, yeah, no, I, I got nothing to plug, man. I'm a pretty uh, obviously boring guy. You know, I'm pretty average. But you if, it, if you want one of them uh, Team Ishii shirts, slide into his DMs. Yeah, I mean, if you want to look me up, if you're um, looking for a mediocre coach to get you mediocre results, uh, <laughs> you can look me up on IG. It's uh, underscore Daniel underscore Ishii. Um, other than that, thanks for having me on the show, guys. Yeah, well, thanks for coming in and hanging out. And then we, we got to mention our people. And then, of course, our people. Don't forget, guys, to go to our sponsor, WarframeClothing.com, and use code POWERCOMEDY at checkout to get... 20% off, not just one item, not two, not three, but the entire purchase. So load that shit up, get 20% <laughs> off, and check out. And also make sure you use that discount to get one of one or all three colors of our Power Comedy Podcast t-shirt that is on that website. Um, and also shoot a DM to Power Belly Fam. Um, he's coming out with new shirts, shorts bunch of other gear so shoot him a dm give him your sizes and everything like that and also if you're in the san diego area uh, hit up ultimate sport nutrition um over there in chula vista right there on third ave tell them i sent you and they'll hook you up with a pretty good discount so that's all i got perfect well thank you guys for hanging out this week uh, make sure to go to Daniel's page on Instagram and look him up and check out his garage gym. <laughs> Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Okay, bye.